You're listening to the Jesco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbri. And I'm Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And we also want to thank our podcast sponsors, Primal, the Iowa City Coralville Convention and Visitor Bureau, and Bikes to You in Grinnell, Iowa. Thanks for making this podcast possible. We're going to be talking to John Karras today. And my favorite part I've ever seen John on Ragbri is you'd ride up behind him, and he would usually ride alone, nobody else around him. And, you know, he's Ragbri famous and, and, and that sort of thing. And he's got his bumper sticker on the back, and it says John Karras. And, and, and a friend of mine would do this, and I just carried on the tradition. But I'd ride up beside him and say, hey, John, first Ragbri? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, no, Mark, no, no, yeah. it's not. Well, John, John's a, a great friend of Ragbri. Obviously, if you're going to start a Mount Rushmore of Ragbri, I mean, John is, you know, I mean, he's he's George Washington up there. He's he's up there, you know, with Abe Lincoln. He is one of the one of the four. And obviously, you know, him and Call started this this little adventure back in 1973. Still going strong. Um, and that's you know, we're going to touch on a lot of that kind of stuff today. And I think uh, we're going to have a great interview with with John kind of delving into some of those great stories. And before we get to that John Karras interview, just want to point out that Primal is a proud sponsor of the Just Go Bike podcast. Ragbri has used Primal as their official cycling apparel company for many, many years. They are the premier clothier of Bicycle's Greatest Adventure. They make some great product over there in Colorado. So visit them at primalwear.com or especially retailers around the world. Now, let's hear that interview that Kyle Munson did with John Karras. This is Kyle Munson for the Just Go Bike podcast. Uh, when I'm on the mic for this podcast, I like to say, uh, to remind you that life is not a race. It's a wonderful, wacky ride. And one of the reasons, one of the men most responsible for why I do say that is sitting with me right now. Back in 1973, John Karras was a copy editor with the Des Moines Register when he and his friend and colleague Donald Call created a bike ride across the state of Iowa that would be called RAGBRAI, the Register's annual great bicycle ride across Iowa. Basically what they did was create Woodstock on wheels, and the event that is largely responsible for the bicycling culture that we know and love today, or the culture that sometimes we curse when we're struggling up a steep hill. But I'm happy to be with John here today, this morning. Um, John, uh, back when you started RAGBRAI, when you and Donald Call started this state uh, bicycle ride across the state, you called yourselves wannabe hippies. (laughs) Why were you a wannabe hippie? Well, because we were middle-aged already. I was 43, and Donald, I don't remember, he's maybe six years younger than I am. And uh, I kind of wanted to be a hippie, but I could never make make the grade. <laughs> you were an, you were a working man in Iowa, so you're just too responsible, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, we had kids, and I'm married, and four kids, and that's that's, that's hardly hippiedom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was struck. So um, obviously, the bike ride started that first year. You guys had no idea what you were creating. But then when the second year came along and you decided to do it again, you wrote something which really stuck with me. So here you were describing um, kind of the philosophy for what what was called SAGBRI, or the second annual Great yeah. Bicycle Ride. Um, and here's what you wrote at the time. You said, as I've been trying to convey from the start, the basic approach to SAGBRI must be one of cordial, informal, 
happy insanity. I love that, happy insanity. <laughs> what do we do if we're out there on the road between nowhere and nowhere and it starts to rain? We'll probably get wet. And when the rain stops, if we haven't found shelter on a farmhouse porch or in a barn, we'll dry out. How many miles do we ride before stopping for meals and water? As many as we wish. In riding 60 or 70 miles a day, how long will it take? Just as long as it takes. Not a moment longer. <laughs> now, <laughs> to my mind, that is, um, that is the philosophy that established RAGBRAI and the way that people still act out there on the road and really the, a lot of the way that people approach bicycling across the United States. How did you even think to approach it that way? Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, were you so, why were you so laid back about it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I can't answer that. I, it, it just seemed like a, a, a fun way to put the thing together. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I don't know. Just, I, just, I just enjoyed doing that. Yeah. I mean, were you kind of, were you and Don kind of products of um, baby, baby boomer idealism or something like that? Uh, we're a little older than that yeah. and uh, very responsible people, yeah. disgustingly responsible. <laughs> <laughs> was, I mean, was bicycling for you a way to get away from the responsibilities of life? Oh, I, I never thought of it as getting away. It was more like getting into something. It was really a lot of fun. And it, the, um, you drive around Iowa, and it, it doesn't, it's not very impressive in a car. And one of the things that we found, Don and I found on bicycling, um, when you bicycle through Iowa, was stunning. Incredible. Um, you approach a, a river valley, and there are a lot of river valleys in Iowa, and it's full of mist. And it's morning. It's just glorious, beautiful. And uh, you kind of fell in love with, I guess, the landscape of rural America on bike. Very much so. Wow. And this was before, you were doing this way before anybody. I guess did this as a popular pastime. I mean, you guys were out there with what tractors and cars, basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, there weren't a lot of bicyclists on the road with you. I oh assume. no, no, there weren't. <laughs> no, no. Um, how did you approach doing those? I mean, it's pretty well documented. I mean, you guys started doing longer rides before you created this state long, this statewide bicycle ride, which is what led to Ragbri. How did you guys approach those longer rides? It was kind of a discovery thing. Um, I had had a bike as a kid, but I never did any long distance bike riding at all. In fact, I grew up in Cleveland and there wasn't any place to ride a long distance <laughs> in Cleveland. Um, and so this was all a, a kind of a gee whiz, look at this kind of experience. Uh, it was uh, pretty exciting. Um, and why, why were you and uh, Donald Call such good bicycling partners, I guess? Was there something that made you a good duo on two wheels? Oh, I have no idea. We, <laughs> well, we, we were very good friends. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't just bicycling. We were, 
um, we got together a lot with, with our wives and did a lot of things together. Um, you know, something else you wrote, I mean, you've written, I mean, through the years, obviously, a lot of columns about bicycling yeah. and about Ragbri, and you wrote a book about, um, you know, Ragbri, or as you like to say, it should be called Ragbray. That's the proper pronunciation. <laughs> but um, you said that, no, you and Donald Call hadn't the faintest intention in 1973 when we invented Ragbri of creating the most successful newspaper pro promotion since <laughs> William Randolph Hearst started the Spanish-American War. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Indeed, our intentions were modest to the point of embarrassment. Our only go goal was to talk the register into paying our expenses while we tootled across the state on our bikes. We also assumed it would be a one-time event, rather than what Call later called a life sentence. We hadn't anticipated the incredible enthusiasm that the ride generated, nor had we anticipated the wonderful hospitality of people throughout Iowa. Now, yeah, I mean, here we are sitting, obviously, all these years later, still talking about bicycling. Um, do you ever, I mean, do you like what bicycling has grown to become? Has, is it, uh, do you love all the trails do you love the industry do you love the spandex i mean uh has it become a monster in some ways or are you in love with modern bicycling oh i don't think it's a monster at all i think it's, i think it's marvelous you know this is this is turned in this country has become a, a sit on your butt country and it, Bicycling gets people out and gets them out in the air, gets them, get your heart rate going, and it's just, I, uh, except for the occasional accident, there's hardly anything bad about it. Yeah. And to my mind. Yeah, you're right. It gets people, like you say, you you discover the world in a whole different way. You uh, you're out in the world and you're exercising, uh, as you've written about before. I mean. You were a bunch of, uh, a lot of these bicyclists back in the early 70s were a bunch of cigarette smokers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was a two-pack a day <laughs> until until I was 40. Well, I'll tell you, that's another thing that happened. I quit smoking because of the bike ride. The first year, I had one teenager following me all, all week long. He found me every day as a kid from Grinnell. And the next year I had four of them. And we'd go, go up, we played games and we did all kinds of stuff. Uh, try, to, try to go up a hill with one pedal, <laughs> stuff like that. And we'd get up to the top of a hill and we'd get off to rest and I'd light up a cigarette. And here these guys are, these kids are, they're poking each other and look at me and what kind of jerk is, am I? <laughs> I've got to quit this. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm a folk hero of these kids, and I'm smoking cigarettes. It's ridiculous. And so it took me a year to quit. It was the worst thing, one of the di most difficult things I ever did because it really is addictive. Uh, and uh, But it, I think I'm a, certainly a healthier person for it. But could you ever have imagined yourself as a bicycle racer? Or a no, absolutely not. Um, I've never been a fast, fast cyclist. Um, I, I tried to get into some local, I, I entered some local races at, at one point, or tried to, 
and when the gun went off, my race was over. <laughs> so <laughs> it really, I was too slow. Never, never could work up any speed. When you were, um, when you were bicycling in the 1970s, I mean, you guys typically always biked on roads. Is that right? Country roads. Country roads. Well, that was another discovery. The secondary road system in Iowa, which is like an amazing network of bike paths, uh, hardly any traffic at all. And it, that's one of the things that's made Ragbury possible, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever enjoy, really enjoy bicycling in another state or some other part of the world? Was there any other place in the world that really um, you fell in love with as a bicyclist? Oh, not specifically, no. We've, we've bicycled somewhat in West, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Uh, we biked in, in Holland and southern France, but that's years and years and years ago, a long yeah. time ago. I appreciate you sitting down, um, John, to talk about all this. And, you know, like I say, I think you've waged a big influence on bicycling culture nationwide, let alone in Iowa. Um, we always ask people, though, we try to ask people, what's your favorite kind of pie? My favorite kind of pie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, cherry. Cherry? Yeah. Is that is that lifelong? or is uh, why, I can't why? remember when I didn't like cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair answer. Thanks so much, John, for sitting down with Just Go Bike. Appreciate it. Okay. Let's meet some of the other hosts that are going to be involved. Let's. Uh, we've got Andrea today with us. Hello. And what's what are you going to be featuring uh, throughout these podcasts, Andrea? Anything neat? Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty neat. Uh, every podcast, you can hear me do my special section called Parrot Talk, <laughs> where I'll be answering your questions about the show since we've certainly raised more questions than we've answered so far. You can ask me questions through email at andrea@ragbriar.com. But it'd be more fun if you asked by tweeting or posting to our Facebook page at Just Go Bike. And before I get to answering any questions, I'd just like to say thank you to Bikes to You, who's a longtime Ragbri bike shop. Coop has fixed my bike many a time, and he does an amazing job. They specialize in sales, repair, and they have a charter service for Ragbri. Um, you can connect with them at bikestoyou.com. First question I've got is a question I get asked a lot. How do you get involved with cycling? You see all those spandex warriors out there who are biking around in their Lycra, riding their $5,000 bikes, and it just seems impossible to break into cycling with all the money you might have to spend or time you have to be out on the bike. But I'm here to tell you that you really don't have to ride like that. You know, you'll find your own style as you go along. If money is an issue, you could get your bike on Craigslist. You could get it at the Des Moines Bike Collective. Or you could get that old mountain bike out of mom's garage and just be sure you have a helmet and you're good to go. I did my first four rag rides on a mountain bike, so if you got the will, you got a way. You can really be riding your bike in no time. You know, you hear people talking about riding 50 miles, 75 miles. If you start small and do that five-mile ride to the taco bar or, you know, go out to the dairy bar and have an ice cream cone, pretty soon you're going to start feeling about, like, doing another five miles. And pretty soon you do another five miles, and you've gone 25 miles, and there's no problem. Uh, it's just really getting out there and taking those first couple pedals. And once you get out there, I mean, it's really just a whole nother world. Man, I really convinced myself to go out on a bike right now. You know, I'm kind of feeling it. Seeing as it's like, 
negative one degree outside right now. Maybe I'll have to head down to the Y, but you know, that's a great way to start getting into it. If you feel like you're not in shape enough, why don't you just go head out to that trainer that's been sitting in your basement for a couple months and hop on. Even if you could just ride for a couple minutes a day, that'll help get you into the gear. You know, you really mostly have to train your butt. It's not your legs. Start small. Once you get on the bike, you're going to start really wanting to ride. So thanks for listening to the inaugural Parrot Talk. And don't forget to send me your questions, either through email or tweeting us at Just Go Bike. And be sure to hashtag that Parrot Talk. That's two T's, one for Parrot, one for Talk. And uh, if they do ask the question, hey, where's the route going this year? They'll have to wait till January 21st. How's that? Well, I have no clue, so yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have a question, Andrea. How can I help promote world peace in the next year? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. We have Andrea here whose parents met on a bicycle ride thanks to John Karras. So John Karras is kind of like your spiritual godfather in a way. The godfather. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the Iowa Bike Mafia. That's right. It all comes together. (laughs) And Brian, what's, what's going on in your life? Uh, so we've got a few uh, few interesting things coming up. Uh, there's obviously many ways to ride your bike across this state. Um, there's a ride called Raid uh, that happened earlier this year, uh, right across Iowa in a day. So if seven days is just too long for you, um, you can do it in a day. Also, I will be joining uh, Kyle Munson here, hosting the Ragbri route announcement party. That's right. That's right. You can... Um yeah, so we'll be there in a room full of bicyclists in downtown Des Moines, Iowa, uh, when TJ unveils the route. So, the, you know, the Ragbri route is different every year, and only TJ knows it, and we'll try to, you know, we'll try to get it out of him here in one of these episodes coming up early, but I'm sure we'll fail. But, we'll, <laughs> yeah, Brian and I will be your hosts that night, and uh, you can catch us at ragbri.com or desmoinregister.com or, I guess, justgobike.net, too. Yeah. Just just so we're clear, I want to make sure we, we match. Do we wear spandex? What color spandex should I be wearing <laughs> that night? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, uh, Bright green. Clothing <laughs> optional. Oh, nice. Even better. Yeah. Bibs In, only? There'll be people that's wearing kilts. Bibs only. That's, that's yeah. what you want. Bibs well, on the outside. Bibs, no shirt. Clothing optional in January and I was always a good idea. Right. <laughs> right. Awesome. Well, they mentioned the Ragbri Ride right announcement party. And what, what number is this, Mark? Is this eight, is it? Oh, at least. Um, we're going back to the ballroom this year. That's going to be fun. Uh, um, we've, a we've bit kinda, of class. Yeah, we've been in a variety of locations, but the ballroom's always the, the fun thing at the Iowa Events Center, the old uh, Vets Auditorium up there at the top floor. So that'll be a blast. We should probably give them a little history on how that thing came about. I mean, we... Often got um, just little notes from people saying, why don't you do a rat announcement party? And it, it used to be so difficult to try to have, you know, all the towns in, mm-hmm. in line to say, you know, absolutely, we're going to host. And uh, in the past, we went out to the towns and said, hey, will you host? And, hey, keep it a secret for a week, you know, with Twitter and all that. There's no way yeah. that's possible. Yeah. So uh, the Iowa Bike Coalition was doing a summit. Yep. Uh, they had some great speakers along the way. I think Gary Fisher was one. Right, right. And then I think we... I think I planted the idea. I think I came up and said, hey, you know, it would be really nice at this event if we just threw the towns out there. You're going to come out with them sometime in the next week or two. And But I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. We stole the idea from Cycle Oregon. Right, right. We do and, have to give props. And and our buddy Steve out there, Steve Schultz, who will often bring it up that, <laughs> that Ragbri steals all our good ideas. Steve... You had a wine and cheese festival, as it was like Oregon-ish. 
We just made it ragbrayish. We we went from wine and cheese to beer and chicken wings. Beer and, beer and hot wings. We just execute better. That's all. A- a- absolutely. Yeah. I would love to hear a whole show of like you and Steve like going toe to toe like like a, it's a head to head fight. Oregon or Iowa, better better bike, bicycling. <laughs> we, we can make that happen. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. That would be cool, Celebrity Deathmatch. I like maybe a steel cage. So the the route announcement's not the only thing we got going on. We've got, I mean, a whole... How do they get tickets for the route party? Oh, um, pretty easy. Go to iowabicyclecoalition.org slash route announcement, um, and you can uh, pick up tickets. And it's a fundraiser for... It is a fundraiser for the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, and uh, the Dream Team also has some items. We have a big silent auction. In fact, you don't even have to be there. You can go to Ragbri, you can go to the Des Moines Register, and watch the live stream. And you can even, uh, oh, and we're going to have links to that in the show notes. Um, so if you want to uh, go directly, just look at the show notes on, on this episode. Um, we even have a silent auction that even if you're sitting at home, you can bid and help fundraise for, uh, for both the Dream Team and, and the, uh, the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. Awesome. But we're also doing some education that week. We have the Iowa Bicycle Summit, which is our engineers, planners, city officials conference. Um, and we teach how to build bicycle facilities or better bicycle facilities across the state. And that one's going to be really exciting. We've got a great lineup for that. Um, we're also launching a new pre-conference uh, with, with Fat Bikes, doing a whole summit on, on those, bringing in some people from QBP up in uh, Minnesota. Uh, and our Safe Routes to School program, which is works just with kids and getting kids to uh, ride bikes and walk to school uh, uh, more, um, and and from school we want to get them home too. But uh, they're oh, having. Their hold own on conference. a second here. You you mentioned the word fat bike. Oh, now, I, I've I've heard Mark that you own a fat bike. I do. And you might have four yeah, or five thousand photos of yourself on online <laughs> riding the fat bike. Do you like it a little bit or a lot of bit? A lot of bit. It probably it definitely got more rides than my road bike this last year. Uh, not as many miles, of course, but. Uh, it is it is it brings the fun back to bicycling i worked really hard to get the uh the the finance proposal through my wife to buy one of these things and a week later she said well that looks like fun i think i should get one too and i'm like you're right you awesome. should so do you remember we went on a bike ride i think it was like a little bit before ragbri i forget what they call that thing and we had the bike shop owner mm-hmm. from mason city a female owner oh jeez Came blue doors. She's riding a fatty, and we're we're riding road bikes, and she just hummed by us. That oh, yeah. distinctive mm. and trash talk the whole way. She's yeah. like, "You guys want to keep up? I know I'm riding a heavier bike, but if you want to just speed up a little bit, you can keep up with me." She trash talked oh, like, "Whoa!" I mean, like Larry Bird trash talking. <laughs> I mean, that was serious trash talk. But she could back it up, which yeah. was cool. Those things are a lot of fun. Well. So the Iowa Bike Expo, that that that's another creation that, you know, 20 years ago, that didn't exist. No. What's, no. The, what's the history on that? So we started that, uh, you know, we had the, the education conference and we're like, how do we kind of bridge the gap between this Friday thing and the, the Saturday route announcement? So we put together a little bike expo and it was in a hallway. We had 60 vendors and super popular the first year. The next year we moved it down to Hy-Vee Hall A. Uh, at the Iowa Event Center, and it took off. We've got now 50,000 square feet of floor space. We've got 130 vendor spaces. We've got about six or 7,000 people that show up on Saturday. It's free, open to the public. Free is good. Come, and, and there's beer sampling. There's uh, stage things. We've got Maddie Poppy, who was on The Voice. Awesome. She's going to be playing during the during the day. Um, it's it's uh, really... St- you know, if you're shopping for summer, you want to start there. 
finish off your evening with the route announcement party, figuring out where you're going to ride that summer. Well, considering it might be a polar vortex right about that week, it'd be kind of nice to be indoors, correct? It's always the coldest weekend of the year. And this is an indoor expo, correct? Correct. correct. So we Very don't important. have to brave the chills or anything <laughs> like that. Okay. Exactly. Well, we like we like that. So, And it's free, which free is good. Free is great. Free is great, yeah. Well, cool. Well, a lot of people describe the route announcement as kicking off the bike season. I mean, I don't say that because every once in a while I'll get a note that bike season is 365 days a year, which it is. But um, for a lot of people in their mind, it really, I guess, it kicks it into that that next chain ring. Mm -hmm. And once we put the route out, it gives people that drive, that motivation. Hey, I need to maybe lose a few pounds. I need to, you know, get, get the bike fixed up or, or think about a new bike. And, you know, that's a neat thing. It, 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 there's new hope out there, not to do another Star Wars reference, but <laughs> there, there is, you know, that, that warmth that goes through you all of a sudden and when it's 12 below zero outside that, wow, summer's only 200 days away or, or whatever it is, 25 weeks away until we have the magical week. And Ragberry really is the magic of the world. And <laughs> so we like to say that around here. I think it was penned by a six-year-old that, that actually put that little uh -huh. montage or mo motto together. So cool. so it'll be good to get the route out. That is a big weight off our shoulders. Um, I, I think just, I can tell you right yeah, now. I mean, you got to keep that secret for so long and it's <laughs> got to come out, doesn't it? And, and literally, I don't, I don't tell anyone. I mean, the the people on our staff they they don't know the route. My wife doesn't know the route. I throw the party, and I don't even know the route. No, and that night everyone will know the route. Right. So be there live. Right. Be there, you know, watching it on stream. You can mm -hmm. take a look at all the all the social media that, that we'll be putting out. But it is going to be just a great weekend. It's it's just so fun to see everyone. People are in their team jerseys. You see a lot of kilts running around. Just like Ragbride, not underneath those kilts. It's not formal. No, definitely not formal. Yeah. yeah. So, so what started as a wine and cheese gala over in Oregon, we took it, perfected it, made it beer and chicken wing fueled, no doubt, and mm -hmm. maybe even little pieces of pie. Is there some pie out there? There is some small pies out there. There's, mm. uh, yeah, full dessert. I know uh, uh, Kathy at my office was working on the menu this week, so we'll we'll get uh, we'll get the best there. I think Iowa City is proud to sponsor the Just Go Bike podcast. Iowa City and its curious communities host cycling events, including the UCI World Cup of Cyclocross, Jinglecross, Grand Gable, and offer an accessible trail system all year round. And we'd like to thank Ryan Steer for providing the soundtrack for the Just Go Bike podcast. All of the music on this podcast was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Just to give you a little idea about Ryan's musical chops, he's fronted many bands in the Iowa area, including the River Monks, Extra Vision, Anna Libera. But I know Ryan back when he was our intern at Ragbri many moons ago when he was just a, a young student over at Simpson College down there. And since that time, Ryan has worked with us behind the scenes preparing for Ragbri. So thank you, Ryan, for providing some great music for the Just Go Bike podcast. What do you want to talk about on this show? Ask us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at JustGoBike. You can find our show notes at www.JustGoBike.net. Be sure to subscribe to the Just Go Bike podcast and join us next week for more. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be Iowa nice. For more information and to subscribe to our podcast, 
go to justgobike.net. The Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register, part of the USA Today Network, and is produced by Brian Powers. Thanks for listening.